Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, Mihinta Ish here with just a really quick note. We had a bit of technical difficulties while recording this fantastic interview with Noah Rico from the Gordita Chronicles. So please, if anything, just go ahead and skip to about three minutes and 45 seconds or so, and the sound improves immensely. Would hate for you to miss out on a fantastic interview because... Technology can be sucky. <laughs> All right, enjoy. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season five of Pero Let Me Tell You. All right. Now, you know, we've chatted with a lot of people, had a lot of interviews, actors, singers, authors, locals. Today we have our youngest guest ever on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Did not tell you that beforehand because I wanted you to be caught off guard. You are the youngest person we've ever had as an interview on our show. So I want to give a huge welcome to one of the stars of, frankly, one of my favorite shows of 2022, The Godita Chronicles, Gone But Not Forgotten. Right. All right. Noah Rico, thank you so much for joining us, thank man. Thank you for having me. No, th- listen, I appreciate it. I love it. And I'm just going to say I love the fact that I'm sitting here with you, but also like your mom is here, your dad is right. here. Like it's, it's a family affair. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can't love that enough, quite <laughs> honestly, because that just speaks to the fact of like who y'all are. Yeah. You know, it, it just, takes a village. They're emotional support. You need them constantly. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Listen, so I have to say, man, I mean, we're going to get to Godita Chronicles of it all. You have 11 credits on IMDb. You are 15 years old. That means that you've essentially have one credit for almost every year of life you've been on this planet. That is insane to me, brother. That is like, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's been an incredible journey. You know, I started when I was eight um, and my mom got me into acting. I started taking acting classes and um, my journey has just been amazing. I've met so many incredible people and I'm so honored, you know, to be here with you now. Well, thank you. So, okay. 
how does it start? Like, at what point did you just turn to your mom? Like, you know, like we hear so many times, like you watching TV and right. I could do that. And, and then she's like, yes, you can. I mean, my mom was, my mom is a commercial actress. And so oh, okay, one cool. day I, I went with her to a commercial audition that she was doing. And I initially, 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 <laughs> I wasn't going to audition, but I was watching her and I was like, they're just asking her to dance. That looks so cool. And they're like, okay, so look excited. And she was looking excited. And I'm like, you can just decide to be excited. This is so cool. <laughs> and so I was like, mommy, I, I kind of want to do acting. And so she got me into classes. And I started taking classes. I started learning. Right. And then, you know, I did novelas. And yes, you did. There, you did uh, Betty in Nueva York. Yes, I did yeah. Betty. I did Al Otro Lado del Muro. Yeah. So I was with Telemundo for a while. And then at some point, my mom and I were like, okay, you've explored the Spanish market. Let's try the American market. Right. And so my mom was like, okay, let's go to LA. And I was like, LA, really? And so we went. <laughs> and since then, you know, everything's just, it's been so amazing. I'm so grateful. I love how, you know, and, and again, just meeting you and, and some of this obviously is youth. You know, but I think there's just an excitement that's palpable about you. Like as you're talking to me, like it just seems like you're still happy. You know, you're you're enjoying it, and I think it's great when, you know, a parent really steps up and says, "Okay, you know what? You're interested in this. Let's go do it." Because many Latino parents, the minute that the kid says, "I want to do acting or what have you," they'll be like, "Maybe not." You know, like they try to distract you, right? Like, but I also your mother being a commercial actress, obviously she understands that world and she can probably navigate it. I would think better than a person who doesn't know, right? Who's just gonna step in cold, like a cold call. But, so I think there's a benefit for you. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. So my parents have been incredible throughout my entire journey. They've been so supportive and with me the entire way. Um, my mom tends to come with me um, through my traveling and whenever I'm working. So I'm just so grateful that they've been with me the entire time. And I do have brothers, and they support me from home, you know. And I wish I could bring them everywhere, <laughs> but it's nice to know that they're all rooting for me yeah. back home. So are you the are the youngest or the oldest? I'm the middle child. You're the middle child. I'm a, I'm a twin. So wait, so how does that work for the middle so child? I'm like <laughs> a minute older, so I get I have I get the rights to call myself okay. the middle child. Okay, okay. I was like, wait a minute. But the- I deserve it. I deserve, deserve it. No, listen, clearly you have you've earned it and you've claimed it, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> You know, you're from Miami, mm-hmm. right? You're, and listen, if there's one thing we love on this show is when a local boy does good. Right. Okay. Right. So so that's always going to be something for us. But, you know, going back to what you were saying a little bit earlier, right, where you started your career at Telemundo. And it's funny because thinking back now, I may have met you when <laughs> Betty in Nueva York because I went to that premiere party actually at the Telemundo offices here yeah. in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had just open that building. I think I remember. Not remember specifically <laughs> right, right, you, but, but, but the event. I remember the event. Yeah, and I remember being there and I was like, well, there was probably only like four little kids there, so you were probably one of them. Yeah. Um, but what I think is interesting is, you know, you were born here, mm-hmm. right? But you have a mastery of Spanish that I think, you know, we talk on this show a lot about how, you know, as you as you hear more generations, the language tends to yeah. go away a little bit, yeah. right? 
But clearly that's not the case with you because you started your career in Spanish, right? And there's only, and you didn't start it as like a four-year-old who would be like, mama, you know, you had to be able to speak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, what is that? Is that a testament of just something your parents instilled in you? I mean, culture has always been so big in my family. My parents mm -hmm. are first generation immigrants. Yeah. Um, and so they, they were never strict about it, but they really wanted my brothers and I to be very connected to who we are and where we're from. Right. Um, And so Spanish has like never left our household. At home, we speak Spanish and my abuelita speaks Spanish and she tries to learn English. But I'm glad that she doesn't feel like she has to learn a new language because she should feel at home still. Um, and so I'm just really grateful, again, that I have this like ability to just stick with my language. Like I'm still I still feel very connected. Well, that's, I mean, again, I think that's something that comes through. Mm -hmm. and, and I and I think a part of that also because, again, I'm literally looking at your parents here, right? So I'm like, I, but but I can see that you guys yeah. are still very much, we're not going to try to, quote unquote, Americanizar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something that I think, at least for myself and even my, my co-host, you know, growing up many times, we felt a little, oh, shit, do we you know do we go more lean more cuban do we lean more american and i i think it's very different for your generation i think there's more about that ownership and representation yeah or would you agree or yeah i mean right now it's like i'm glad that it's coming to like that people still want to be connected to their culture and especially in miami you know sometimes when you arrive here um when you immigrate You're like, wow, this is the American culture, you know. I want to leave my culture behind and kind of become a real Americano. Right. And then that means, like, abandoning your culture and your language. And it's really sad because some of these people aren't too connected to their culture anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that's a big reason why I'm grateful. But um, I think that here and still now up to this day, people are still very connected. Even students, like, people speak Spanish a lot in schools. Really? So you, you found that they're still... Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're still in high school, yeah. so you would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in um, homeschooling, but when I was in public school, you okay. know, kids spoke Spanish during recess, you know. Okay. Like, we're still all so very connected. No, no, no. No, okay, so not yet. I, I do have to interrupt because we're having this interview at Crackers here in Miami Springs, and they just brought these loaded french fries that... They look so good. So freaking they insane. So and no, no. Yes, on top of everything, okay, because clearly Noah was raised right. Homeboy has brought, oh my god, okay, he didn't even open it until right now, la caja. Such a beauty, no? Una caja de pastelitos, like de carne, de guayaba y queso, de guayaba. I think there's a croqueta in there somewhere, like, okay. so good. You've raised him right. That's all I'm going to say, you, okay? Mommy. If he shows up with this caja de pastelitos, that is the sign of a good home. <laughs> Okay, that is, that is, that's, well, it's both of you. It takes both of you, okay? So, I mean, oh my goodness. Okay, so now we have, we have the salty and the sweet. Yes. So we are we set. So we can just talk here for four hours. Is, yes. Is, okay, got it. Okay. We're set here for the All night. Right. And we're set for the so night. We're, we're, we'll just, there's, there's random geese, yeah, there's cats. There's entertainment, food, it's, what else? <laughs> like, what more do you want? What more do we want? Yeah. Seriously. So I say that also, listeners, so that if you hear, me chewing because I'm a fatty. It is the fries. It is the pastelitos. You know, maybe Noah. I say maybe for Noah because he seems like a very a consummate professional. So I don't think he will, you know, chew on camera as it were. But but I have no qualms about that whatsoever. freaking ever. So, you know, I, I want to bring it back to, you know, you, you started off doing novelas, mm -hmm. which I think is it's funny because it's such a staple of of being Latino. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, you did them for Telemundo, which I think. 
has, in a weird way, modernized the formula in that they're doing, you know, the novelas, but they're basing them in the U.S. Right. You know, like the one you were in, Betty Nueva York, took place in Nueva York. They've done some that take place in South Florida. And and so, you know, it, it's an interesting shift to say, like, you're, it, to your point of, like, we're do- still doing the culture, but let's sprinkle some things in here right. to, to, to bring it to the audience. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, a, little, yeah. a little more, I don't want to say modernize it, because... Okay, we're gonna go yeah, with it. Yeah, we'll modernize it. <laughs> we'll modernize it. You know, so I also noticed though, you were on all that. Yeah, you did sketch comedy. Yeah. Okay, you're kind of a little bit my hero right now because sketch comedy is, bro. Either you get it or you don't, and I, it, it's a, it's an it's a certain animal that either people can do it or you can't it's you can't teach how the hell do you go from novelas to sketch comedy it's crazy i've gotten a taste of like everything you really have i'm beyond jealous dude (laughs) i'm 43 you are 15 i am jealous of you so i mean wow I mean, you know, I started in Noelas, of course, and then um, I went to L.A. and I did all that. So it was sketch comedy. And then I With Nickelodeon, got, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did a little bit of Disney for High School Musical. The Beda. musical series. Yeah. Okay, that and title's a, that title's too long. I, should I just say High School Musical? Well, no, mm-hmm. because then they're going to think you're my age. Right? Yeah, right? no. So that... I, I feel like if I don't say the full thing, people will think I'm like 60. But it's... <laughs> He thinks Zac Efron is 60, ladies and gentlemen. Is he, how he's, old is he right he now? He is younger than me. He's no. ma- Yeah, yes, he is. He's like 33. I doubt that. No, he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's in a phase right now, though, where if he if you told me he was 22, but you also told me he was 42, I'd believe you both believe of them. You'd believe him either way, yeah. It, he grows a beard, and it's like, I don't yeah, know how old this like, man is anymore. You? Yeah, my dad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he could be 100. I don't know. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like I was saying, I've gotten a taste of everything. And even after that, somewhere somewhere in between that mess, I got to do musical theater. And I am by far no singer. I cannot sing for the you're life of me. You're living my my dream life, <laughs> okay? This is like you're you're doing musicals. You're doing novelas. You're doing sketch comedy. It's it's crazy. I'm so grateful, really. I just, I'm so grateful. So, you're okay, you say you're not a singer, but you've done musicals. It's, uh, I'm not a singer, so tell me how does that happen? How was, do I make it happen for me? It's like it was pre-puberty, first of all. <laughs> so it was like it was very so. You're much, saying it's too late for me. It's for the both of us. Okay, if it makes okay. you feel better, it's too late for the okay, both of okay. us. Okay, okay. It's okay to not sing. Okay. Um, but but yeah, I got to do a little bit of everything, um, and I did musical theater um, and sketch comedy and telenovelas, and then American comedy sitcom. It's just all these things. I've gotten a, a taste of everything. It's crazy, dude. You're like a freaking renaissance man, <laughs> like like and. That then brings us to Godita Chronicles. Right. And, and I say that because having seen the show, I think that even though on the face of it, it's a comedy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's it, that's what yeah. it comes down to. But it's a comedy in the way that I wouldn't call it a drama because it's not cortándote la vena, right? Right. right. But there are dramatic elements yeah. to it. You know, yeah. there, there are serious elements in the way that I think a coming-of-age story needs to have yeah. in order for people to feel connected to yeah it. yeah for sure um there are a lot of moments in the show that have a lot of relatability to life especially here in miami like getting used to the american culture and modernizing yourself when you're a first generation immigrant for the parents and just things like meeting up with abuela and halloween these things were like what what is this and so i'm so glad that although it's a comedy we're addressing like very real problems um that need light brought to them you on this show are responsible for 
the first line that made me the first of many lines that made me and I'm not even going to pretend it didn't almost make me pee my pants with laughter that first episode when they're talking about the under the sea dance or Uh whatever and they're they're picking amongst the kids you know who's qualified and why you should be chosen and when you stand up and I'm sure you don't remember the line because you know that was that was just work for you, right? right? <laughs> but when you stand up there and you tell everybody that you're qualified because you came on the Maria boat lift, yeah. and that means that you have experience under and over the ocean. Right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have twenty minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk. Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Es que me estaba meando de la risa. Like, I was like, you know what? That is... Either you get that line or you don't. Right. And, and that is something that speaks so highly to, you know, just the, the creator of the show, Cla- uh, Claudia For- For- Forestieri. Forestieri. She is a Miami girl. Mm-hmm. She's from here. Yeah. She wrote these characters that I knew. Like, I knew a Yoshi. Yeah. I knew a, um, a, a cuckoo. cuckoo. You know, I, I know these people. Yeah. When you, they're set, it's set in Hialeah. What show yeah, is ever like, set in Hialeah? What? Meanwhile, as we're sitting here, we're like a stone's it, throw from Hialeah, right? right? There was so much in that show that spoke to me. Yeah. The specificity of it is what made it relatable yes. to so yes. many people. Is that, you know, how did you get involved with the project and, and and how did it all just happen? How did you become Yoshi? Well, you know, I had to audition mm-hmm. and as soon as I got the um the request to audition, it was like Cuban boy who lives in Miami is smart, is funny, is witty, has brown hair, and I was just like, my so far eyes the only thing you're not is Cuban. Right, that's, that's it. Right, I mean, right. Yeah. And so literally, like my eyes glistened. It was like a dream come true. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's based in Miami in the '80s. Like I need this, and so I auditioned, and then I got to you know me Eva and right, Bridget yes. and Claudia all in a Zoom. Yes, and so it was um, just incredible. For, for, for those who don't know, you know he's. He's tossing out the first names, but you know Ava is Longor, Ava Longoria. Right. You know, you know he he and Ava go way back. Name you know, I mean, listen, if I knew Ava Longoria, I would name drop left and right. Okay, like <laughs> own it, right? Own it. I have to. I have you to. have to. I, have to. I, I haven't been on a Zoom call with Ava Longoria, so just own it. I'm surprised, honestly. You know, I got to hold Zoe's hand. I was literally Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Right. For well, those of you, yes. I messed up again. Sorry. <laughs> it's 
so clumsy. But I love it. I love how you. But, but that's. It speaks to just you being like an average yeah, kid, right? That's what I am. Because you're just talking about these people yeah. who you worked with, right, right? You know, there there was no airs about it, and that also probably speaks a lot to who they are as people, right? You know how how incredible. just relatable. They were so incredible, so nice. You know, they. Um, Zoe came to visit us during the pilot, and so we had finished the scene, and we saw her, and we we're like, literally, the first words that came out of my mouth were, "Oh my God, Gamora!" <laughs> I was like, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I would not. I would not. I refuse to. I love and so it. So I was just like awestruck by her and Eva, and it was just, just like a dream come true. It's so amazing. It's always amazing to me, though, when I when I see people like you know, like Eva Longoria and Zoe Saldana really putting their money where their mouth is right because it's one thing to speak about the need for representation and and to talk about how we need it and we need it and uh, yeah you just did yeah, the little like yeah, you know talk the yeah. th- everybody was everybody talk was talks right yeah. and again obviously on a smaller level that's why we have this podcast mm-hmm. because we want that representation yeah. you know we we want to get that that viewpoint out there that we're not a monolith we have you know all of our experiences etc right but they do walk the walk and talk yeah, the talk. And yeah. especially at this point, Eva Longoria is like, uh, she's like doing God's work because she just keeps going back to the bat. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how many times she does it and, and the networks may come back and be like, you know, we tried, but it didn't work. We tried, it didn't work. Yeah. She has not let yeah. it defeat her, you know, in, in, in her goals and in her quest to have that representation. Damn it, we're going to be on TV. Yeah. We're going to be in front of the camera whether you want to or not. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. praise her for that. During like, the premiere, um, Zoe said this beautiful line that I'm about to tell you. She was like, she was up and they were doing a panel questionnaire and she was like, no stories about us without us. And that literally, I have never connected to a quote, but like my mind just clicked in that moment and I was like, I'm never going to forget oh that. Oh my God. No stories about us without us. Like, there should be Latinos in front of the camera and behind it, Absolutely. as it should be. Writers' rooms, um, yeah. Yeah, and so I think it's just beautiful that although we might fail, these stories are coming to light, and we'll continue to bring them to light until we blow up, because that's and, that's how we are. And here's the thing, you know, you you said you know we might fail, but I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna flip it. And I'm gonna say the fact that we have these stories. And that we still get the opportunity to make them, not with as much frequency as we'd like. It's not a failure. It's an opportunity. That's true. It's an opportunity for for us to continue to tell our stories and to show why that need is there. Yeah. But it's also an opportunity to continue to allow people like yourself that opportunity to shine and and put the spotlight on our collective experiences. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things, and I, I've probably used this example way more times than I should at this point. But um, I don't know if you're familiar with Jenny Lorenzo. Um, she does the Abuela character on Instagram. Um, mm. She's she's an act. She's an actor. She basically got tired of hit. She's from Miami. Miami local girl. <laughs> tired. Got tired of hitting her head. You know, against the the ceiling. Right. Like every time. Oh, yeah. you're you're not Cuban enough. You're too Cuban. We're we. They don't know what to do with her. Yeah. So it's essentially, she created her Abuela character based yeah. on her grandmother. And it took off. It's become a, you know, she does uh, skits online. She's done, you know, a little bit of like like short um, yeah. episodes and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's led her to more opportunities. She does a lot of voiceover work for cartoons now and things like that. Yeah. But one of the things that she said when we talked to her was by being very specific 
in your storytelling, much like Gordita Chronicles was, because it was the story of a Dominican family coming to the U.S. Right. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. That is what it was, right? That allows you then to appeal to more people. Yeah. Because everybody can see themselves in the details. Maybe not exactly the same way, but everybody had that same experience. Whereas if you just try to be a very general thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <sighs> it doesn't hit anywhere. It, it, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do yeah. with this. Yeah. Because they're not Dominican. They're not Colombian. Yeah, they're not Cuban. Like, they're quote unquote Latino. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah. What are they? Yeah. You know? And, and, and so that's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You know, I lament the fact that Gordita Chronicles was canceled despite having, what was it, like a 98% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Yep. Yep. Like, people would kill for those ratings, you know? And, and yet, financial decisions are what they are. Yeah. Fine. I'm not going to take it too personal. <laughs> I am going to take it personal. Um, <laughs> You know, I think when you've got, you have a responsibility to do family programming like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For you sure. Know, With it, so, like, in modern day, I appreciate, you know, a good slasher film, a good dark. Hell yeah. What's, you like, hold on. What's your favorite slasher film? You know, the now modern that, Scream is so good. Like, I know that, that Scream people are like. Scream 5? No, no, no. Like, the most modern one with, like, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, that was, that was five. Yeah, five. That was five, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. It's good. It Is was it really? actually so good. And I watched the original and the popcorn scene. It's just, like, unbeatable. <laughs> but I liked the Scream movies are so good. Um, but, you know, there should be family shows. There has to be comedies. Like, yeah. they have to be brought back up, you know. And not um, all family shows have to be cartoons to sell lunchboxes. Right. There, I said it. Damn right. it. You know, we, we, we need that relatability. And look, I get it. Businesses are a business. But you know what the beauty is? Godita Chronicles is still on HBO Max. Yes, you can still watch it. You can. You can still jump on there and watch all of you guys. Yes. And I'm not going to lie. I've already seen it like twice. <gasps> Me too. I'm not going <laughs> to. Me too. Now, when you say that, do you count the time that you lived it? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's. It really is, you know, just, it, it's one of those shows that I think, I first of all, I hope gets another life somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I will do everything in my small power to to try and make that happen. I have no, I have no real power, but I'm going to try what I can. But there are always those shows that people hold on to mm -hmm. and, and cherish and treasure. And I really think Godita Chronicles is, is, is one of those shows that, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of Freaks and Geeks. It's always one of those shows that people talk about, like, oh, it was gone too soon. It was, yeah. didn't give a chance. Yeah. And I think your show is going to be that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think it's it's, it's going to stand the test of time one way or another, damn it. Yeah, we were, we were so grateful that so many people were reacting so it's in such a positive manner towards the show because our, our real biggest, like, hope was that people could connect to the show. Like, we just wanted people to be able to watch and be like, Wow, you know, like that's me. That's me on screen. That's like it, that's, and that's me when I was a little girl, when I was a little boy, when I was in school in Miami. And so I think that that's so important because people, and especially Latinos nowadays, just want to feel represented. We want to feel feel seen, you know. Yeah. I mean, I know you're young or younger than me. Um what what do you think it is about, you know, cuz I don't want to I, I at a certain age, I guess a little cynical, and I don't want to be cynical. So I'm, I'm hoping that you, you prevent, you bring some op youthful optimism to the table. 
But, you know, of late, it does seem a little bit like all these Latino projects are brought with all this fanfare and all of this. It's happening here. It's coming. And, and we get it. And we fall in love with it. And then it just goes away. Do you think there's a pattern? Do you think that this is just, you know, the, the stumbling blocks on the way to bigger things? You know... I think it is the stumbling blocks. There's always a journey you have to take. And especially for Latinos, you know, we face problems like so many. And we we should know that to achieve greatness, there should be lots of problems. And one day, like, I am so hopeful we're going to hit success like crazy. I'm, I'm very hopeful. I know we'll be able to do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that too now yeah. just because you said it with so much you like conviction yeah. and like and and sincerity that I'm like you know what no damn it Noah Rico is right yes I'm yes. just gonna yes we're gonna make it we're gonna do it and all these stumbling blocks are gonna make us appreciate yes. it all the damn more just making our tit, my, our skin tougher that there you go well yeah. not, not too tough I don't want to yeah, I don't no, want to be leathery nice, but like <laughs> I mean I don't want to be like an ass either yeah, you know right, like you know no, walk a fine line. <laughs> So, you know, I know they're still holding out hope that Godita Chronicles finds another home. And right. again, it, it, listeners, I cannot stress it enough. I think, honestly, this is like maybe the fourth or fifth time I've talked about this show on my show. Um, we every At the end of every weekly episode, um, mm-hmm. we always give a last soda of the desert to something that's deserving of praise and credit. Yeah. I gave it to Godita Chronicles. Uh... I, so, like, I, I'm not paying lip service because you're in front of me. I, I genuinely freaking love this show. <laughs> So watch it, kids. Get yes, out there, watch it. Yes. Um, but you know what? What's what's next for you? I mean, because you've already got eleven credits and you're you're fifteen. Like, like where where, where are we? When are we gonna get credits twelve through fourteen? You know, <laughs> if there's one thing I appreciate about myself that I can acknowledge is that I'm like so set on what I want to do. Like I had my you goals seem determined, envisioned so perfectly. And you said you were a DC geek right before we did this interview. I am. I really want to do like a superhero movie. I don't care. Like wherever I fit in there, put me in. All right, wh- which one would you pick? Oh my god! Put it out. Put it out to the universe. Put it into know. the universe. I don't know. Let me think. Like, <gasps> I know that they're gonna. Are you like, a Marvel or a DC boy? I like. I mean, there's more Marvel movies, and there's a lot of Marvel upcoming movies. This is true. Um, but DC would be so cool. Like, I don't care. What about like <laughs> Superman? I don't know. Latino Superman. I don't care. Why not? <laughs> right. Um, but aside from that, um, I want to do like. Like a, like a very good horror movie. Like not okay. like I'm, I'm loving that you're such a horror fan. Like like not like diabolical. More like more like like scream. Like like, like a like, slasher. Like yes, okay. slasher films are definitely my thing. And so right, now, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna recommend a couple for yes, you to watch. Definitely. But like since I'm older now, I'm like getting invested in all these new things, and I'm like I'm very specific on what I want to do, and I'm glad that I'm that way. No, you listen. I again, you're the youngest guest we've had, but there is a determination and a focus when when you're speaking, and and that you know, I've interviewed people two, three, four times your age. They don't project that, and so when you say like, I know what I want, I want, I believe you. I believe that like I'm gonna in like a year or two gonna have you back on the show. Because you're going to be promoting 25 other things at that point. Yes, hopefully. Yes. Maybe a uh, superhero movie. Maybe a slasher movie. I'll be here. Maybe, you know what? The way things are going, you can you can start your own. You can yeah. fund your own movie. Yeah. You can put a Kickstarter and do a slasher superhero hybrid. Who the yeah. hell says you can't? Yeah. Um, I think a big part of that 
um, and my dad told me this, he taught me this very young, was that if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. And I feel like nowadays, Ooh, a lot of people are afraid to dream. You think and, like, so? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I know that my dreams are like going to be hard to achieve, but I'm like determined, like I really want to get there. And so I know that I'm not going to get there with being like, doubting myself and not being sure of myself like i know my worth i know who i am i know but what you're I human do. right right i have i have like times where i'm like oh i don't know what i'm gonna do like i feel so out of place but you know sometimes when, you're just tired when i get over that um, <laughs> when i watch jane the virgin for the fifth time i just like get over it <gasps> i love that Isn't show that too. Show's so that good show's so great it's so good but that's an example of a of a show that you know it, 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 it wore its Latinoness on its sleeve yes, yes. in a way that made organic sense. Yeah. You know, not everything has to be about like, you know, hi, I'm the Latino character. Right. right. We don't announce ourselves every time we walk into a room, yo. Like we walk in and it's like, it's like this is who we are. Yeah. And call it a day, yeah. you know. And, and yes, we're going to have pastelitos because that's part of our culture. As, and you're gonna have Speaking a fry because, but you're gonna have a fry because that's also part of our culture. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I like I always say I'm not fifty fifty, I'm not fifty Latino or fifty American. I'm a hundred a hundred. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's a good way of seeing it. I, yeah, I embrace both sides of it yeah. fully. You know, and, and and you have to, and otherwise you're gonna mal. Yeah, you're gonna lose yourself. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You are. You're really not gonna be in touch with who you are. Oh no, Noah. I have enjoyed talking to you so much. Like legit, like it's you didn't, and the best part is you didn't make me feel old, which I always, I thank you very much for that alone. You didn't start talking about you know some influencers that I had no idea who the hell they were because I'm three times your age, so I appreciate that. But um, dude, seriously, I I I love the show. You were fantastic. Like the second you came on stage uh, on screen, I was like, that kid is is just fun you know all the all of y'all were great to watch Aww. like i couldn't take my eyes off of anybody but i was like i need to have him on the show because you just you you just gave off such energy that i i thought it was fantastic and i'm so happy we were able to make this happen man oh well thank you i mean we're so grateful and i i mean this from the bottom of my heart the cast is so incredibly grateful for all the support we've gotten and you know we're still very hopeful we're gonna do it we're gonna find a new home um and i just want to say thank you thank you for having me on your show no and if not listen and if not you guys just get together and do yeah. a sequel series yes yes you know we'll call it, it Fla flaquita chronicles yeah I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> all right man thank you so much thank you pero let me tell you is co-hosted by darian borges and ismaeliano produced by ismaeliano and our theme pero let me tell you freestyle is composed by michael angelo lomlaplex the official gay guy and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on itunes Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.